Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Body, Mind, and Soul podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you guys today. Um, I did another Q&A because um, it looks like you guys loved the Q&A episode the most. So um, you can always follow me on Instagram at Training by Tara Brunette if you want to participate in the Q&As. And the majority of the questions I got, uh, well, actually, yeah, pretty much every question I got was about manifestation, which I love that that's what happened. So this is going to be kind of a manifesting Q&A um, podcast today. And if you guys are interested, I just wanted to say that I have a, if you're in Victoria, I have a mindset makeover event coming up June 9th. And it's going to be so much fun. So basically, I'm putting together all of my favorite things into a big event. So when you walk in the door, you get your favorite Starbucks beverage. Then we're going to do kind of a manifestation workshop going through the steps, setting intentions, do like an intention setting ritual that I did in Bali. Um, We're going to do like a dream body workout and I'll teach you the steps of intuitive eating. We're going to have lunch catered by Whole Foods and I want to get a little kombucha bar set up. And in the afternoon, we're going to make vision boards and I'll kind of teach you the benefits of vision boards. And then you walk away with a vision board and just feeling totally inspired and renewed and new friends. So there's 40 spots. I think there's about 20 spots left and I would love to have you so you can sign up on my website. All right. So the first question was, what is the difference between manifesting and hard work? And I love this question because I... For so long, I mean, I still have trouble (laughs) letting go of the hard work thing, but I for so long always equated hard work with success. But basically, manifesting allows you to follow the path of least resistance. So if you think of it this way, this is how Catherine Zankina explained it one time, and I loved it. So you have a goal, or and think of it as you want to get to like this certain destination, and perhaps it's kind of far away. You could walk there and take days and days and totally exhaust yourself and push and hustle and maybe even like kill yourself to get there, which is like the hard work way. Or you could just hop on a plane (laughs) and manifestation is like hopping on the plane. So basically it shows you the direct path of least resistance in order to get what you want via law of attraction. So it doesn't mean you aren't working hard. It just means you're working in a joyful way, following what you love and taking the inspired action, which gets you there so much faster. Basically, when when I talk about alignment, it's like you're lining yourself up to go to the fastest way to reach your goals possible instead of taking that zigzaggy curvy long way of um, not like kind of doing what everyone else says to do versus listening to your own inner guidance um so manifesting is kind of like skipping over all the trial and error and just kind of using your inner guidance to fast forward there so and also the other side of that is when you're in that hard work hustle. Some people love that, by the way, and that is alignment for them. So it really does depend on your beliefs. I know some people that love to take action, 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 and that's what lights them up. And some people like, like I love taking action, but I also really like to sit back and relax and let things come to me, (laughs) Um, like ideas come to me. And also if you are in a space of pushing so hard and feeling miserable and constantly focused on what you don't have, you're literally pushing your manifestations away and bringing more of that like low vibe energy and more of what you don't have 
coming into your reality. So when you are manifesting, you're trying to live in that joy of already being at your destination, which creates the happiness we were chasing anyway, because isn't anything we want always down to how we think we're going to feel when we get it? Like that is always why we go for things. So if you can step into that feeling before you get it, then take the inspired action. It will lead you there so quickly and so joyfully. And it's just a lot more fun way to live, I'd say. (laughs) Um, The next question was, society is obsessed with tracking things, food, steps, etc. How does this fit with letting go? I really love this question. So you may have noticed that I have completely stopped wearing my Apple Watch and I've been really encouraging my clients lately to do the same because, oh my gosh, it's like the same as the scale. You're kind of basing if you were good enough today based on how many steps you took or how many calories you burned, which completely takes away from your inspired action and following what feels good because we're trying to live up to this ideal that our watch sets for us. When you think about it, it's like, what the fuck? Um, So if I was always listening to my Apple Watch still and counting calories like way back in the day, I would be, well, I'd be doing what I did back then, which was like hours and hours of cardio to burn more calories and live and um, always restricting myself from the foods I loved and never seeing results because I was constantly focused on lack and not enough and not following what felt good. Like resistance training leads to greater results for me, but I wouldn't do it because it didn't burn as many calories. So therefore it didn't seem like it was good enough for my watch. So when you think about it, it's kind of crazy, but you can let go by not doing what everyone else is doing. Trust yourself to know that you know exactly what you need. You know exactly how much you need to eat. You know exactly how much you need to move. You know what movement is going to feel best for your body. All you need to do is like shut up, (laughs) meditate and listen. (laughs) And that will lead you to everything you've ever wanted in the quickest way, joyful way possible. Like I said before. So the next question was tips on surrender after creating the idea of a manifestation. So I would say I try to just kind of like forget about it. Um, I do think about manifesting most of the day just because I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. But if I ever feel like I'm really worrying about the how, I just try and distract myself with something completely unrelated that makes me happy, like a new book or like a funny show or a YouTube video. So you kind of want to think of it as like, we usually have something in our life that we have this underlying belief and underlying certainty that it always works out. And that's because of your belief that it will work out. So when you get to that level of certainty around what you're manifesting, there's no need to think about it all day long. So it's coming in the most perfect timing. If you put your focus on all the wonderful, beautiful, abundant things that are surrounding you, The goal is to get into the state of already having it. So if you already have it, would you be sitting there thinking, when is it going to come? How is it going to get here? It's like, no, it's already here. So stop worrying about it. Um, Really take that literally, like live in the space of I already have it. And that's what's going to attract it into your reality. Next question was your favorite resources for meditations. Um, I actually just love YouTube. I just search whatever I'm kind of feeling or craving and put meditation behind it. And there's millions and millions of meditations and hypnosis and all that good stuff. Um, Another question was recommended books 
for manifesting and meditation. Oh my God, I have such a long list. Um, I think what I'm going to do is just put it in the show notes. Um, but I just finished The Law of Attraction by Esther and Abraham Hicks on Audible. And I am listening to it again. And it's so good. I am obsessed. <laughs> the next question was, how do you handle a manifestation being late? And my answer to that is there is no such thing. So time is a social construct. When you are placing a timeline on it, you're trying to control the how just in a different way. And it also can lead to disappointment and then questioning everything, which is literally reversing the whole process. So you really need to let go, trust and expect and know that it's coming to you in the best way possible. That's literally all you can do. All you can control with like law of attraction and manifestation is how you are perceiving each situation and how you think and feel. And that is the most powerful tool you can possibly have. So I always live in the belief of I I am receiving every single thing I want in perfect timing and I'm not worrying about when it gets there. And that's one of my steps. The last step of my manifestation process is just trust the timing. And if it's not here yet, you're just not a vibrational match for it yet. So you need to perhaps do some work on where your limiting beliefs are pushing it away. Are you constantly, I mean, I can tell from that question, if you think that it's late, then you're obviously noticing the lack of it, which is, which is by law of attraction, bringing in more lack. So again, just like if you're living in the space of already having it, you wouldn't be thinking it's late. So really like anytime you have kind of a question about things, step into would I, would I be thinking this thought if I already had the thing that I wanted? Usually you wouldn't be. <laughs> so tips for getting out of your head and into your life. I don't know that I'm the best person for this. Um, I spent a lot of time like journaling and dreaming and I really like being on my own and in my head. Um, but I am finding the more I follow what feels good and ignore the rest, I just start living a whole lot more. So one tip that I would say if you find yourself kind of like stuck in your head is just stop and look around and list 10 things you're grateful for within your line of sight just to bring you back to the right here in this moment and soaking up the amazing life and experience that you've created for yourself the next question is how does it work or why does it happen when i manifest something through someone else so i think that technically a lot of our manifestations are coming through someone else, i.e. someone is paying you money or someone is coming into your life, etc. Remember that the entire universe is all energy. We're just a bunch of flowing and shifting atoms of consciousness. So when you put out your intention, you're attracting it through the best way possible. And if that involves another person, it means they also attracted the same thing or or some part of the exchange. So Every single thing of your in your reality is a result of what you believe and have therefore attracted. And it's the same for someone else. So it happens to just be like a wonderful, mutually beneficial relationship, which is actually really important for those of us that have businesses, because sometimes I have trouble asking for payment, but I need to keep in mind that that person also attracted me into their life for a reason. And like they're having their needs met by me. So just kind of like honoring that whole process process. And then that leads to the next question, which is, can you manifest for other people? And I've seen a lot of differing opinions on this. My thought is ultimately their own thoughts and vibration is what is going to create their reality. But I also believe that 
it certainly cannot hurt to put out like all the love and good vibes towards someone else. And there have been studies that show like a mass group of people meditating on like peace and love have brought down the crime rates in the city by like 30% or something. So obviously you can affect others and you can change the energy that surrounds you, but know that it's ultimately going to be up to them to like shift their thoughts in order to shift their reality. But people can feel your energy. So if you are kind of sending them like loving, supportive thoughts, you're really lifting them up versus if you're judging them and thinking like there's no way you can do that, then they're going to sense that and maybe take that on. So I think you can only take responsibility for what you're creating and attracting into your life and and not someone else. I hope that answers. Does that answer the question? I think so. <laughs> and then someone else said, I feel like I'm trying to manifest too many things. How can I focus or do it all? So first of all, anything is possible, but it's very important to note how you feel about it all. So if you feel like you have too many things and you're feeling flustered and stressed, which by that question, I feel like you are, that isn't about to like bring in any good manifestations. So I personally feel really good having lots of goals because I find it allows me to kind of detach easier when I'm not singularly focused and obsessed on one thing. But if it feels better for you, just like break it down a little bit until it feels good. So kind of a little bit of the opposite spectrum, but when people ask how clear to get um, with Abraham Hicks, he they say, get as specific as you can while still feeling good. So you can be as broad as you want while still feeling good. So whatever you need to do to feel good is the most um, important part. So your emotions are your biggest clue always. Are you happy and excited? Or are you like worried, stressed and anxious and like, like totally stressing out about everything. So when you follow the happy and excited feeling, it's taking you down that path of least resistance. That is you in alignment, following the perfect path. So it's so exciting because we always can rely on our emotions to determine what steps to take. And then the last question, what is the science behind manifestation or is it magic? So there is a lot of science behind it. I, I'm going to try and explain it like the best way I know how, but, um, there's, there's like quantum physics, there's biology, there's, um, the law of attraction and all of that. But how I understand it and how, what makes sense in my mind is that everything in the entire world, like is, is made up of atoms. We're all atoms and we're all vibrating. All of those atoms are vibrating at a certain frequency. Um, your sounds that come from your mouth are just atoms at a certain frequency. The things that you see and colors are just different frequencies. So when you think about that and really kind of break that down and then recognize the law of attraction where like attracts like, when you are increasing your frequency, which means more love, gratitude, joy, you are attracting like a magnet, more love, gratitude, joy. So when you put your focus on what it is that you want and feel that high frequency vibration, you are literally attracting it into your reality just based on the law of attraction. Um, there's also some really cool studies on um, neuroscience and like mirror neurons. So Basically, your brain will activate what it observes, observes, and that's true for everyone around you. So if you raise your arm, a person that's looking at you, their brain will like 
fire off the neurons that would involve raising their arm. So you're kind of creating this reality through mere neurons. So if you are giving off this like um, loving, grateful, positive vibration, you are going to therefore bring that out through the mere neurons in someone else. So that's interesting because you're kind of creating how people are reacting to you. And if you are giving and joyful and full of love, you're you are creating a reality where all the people surrounding you are also going to be reacting in that way towards you. Um, there's also some interesting things about like fear and how using brain imaging has shown that fear activates the amygdala. So when you show people fearful faces, the amygdala activates as if those people were experiencing fear themselves. So they also did this thing where they changed the experience experiment so people were totally unaware that they were even seeing the fearful faces but when you look at their brains during this period the amygdala also activates so even though they can't see it they can sense the energy of fear and have their amygdala light up so it's it's showing that your energy is contagious and it's creating um chemistry in your brain neurons in your brain neural pathways in your brain and attracting what it is that you're registering. Does that make sense? So we attract the fear to ourselves when we're connected to other people and their brains. So anxious people can make other people anxious. Fearful people can make other people afraid. And this also applies to happiness and expected reward. Um, there's also a lot of studies on visualization, which really assists in storing in the brain what you're visualizing as a memory or an already accomplished fact which builds your belief and as we know beliefs really create your reality um visualization can have a direct effect on so many of our cognitive practices like attention planning perception memory motor control it increases your motivation to action your self your sense of self-efficacy <laughs> beliefs of success and positive emotional oh my god positive emotional states so when you are utilizing visualization you're not only putting that energy out there of what you want and staying in that grateful excited state that attracts it to you you're making it much more likely through increasing your belief your self-efficacy your kind of um kind of your just like sense of a positive outcome to make that a reality. So if you can't really get behind the whole law of attraction, know that you that even just utilizing visualization for an expected outcome has been shown to create that expected outcome. It's like if you go into a job interview and you visualize it it going amazingly and you, and um and feeling good and and kind of feeling on the ball versus not really thinking about it at all, being in fear, really worrying about it, you're going to have a very different experience in that job interview based on your thoughts. If you go into it fearful, worried, anxious, and like you're not good enough, that is the vibration that you're sending off. Remember the mere neurons to the interviewer versus you go in there like you've done it a million times in your mind, which you have, and already got the job and you put off this air of confidence and and just knowing that you got this, they're going to friggin' hire you. So it either way, it this is the thing with manifestation. It doesn't really fucking matter what you believe. Either way, it's beneficial. Like you can either acknowledge that there's scientific basis behind it or you can acknowledge that no matter what, it's it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt you to be more positive and grateful and loving and joyful and 
figure out what it is that you want and be intentional how you move throughout the day and recognize your thoughts and notice your limiting beliefs. Like this is none of this is going to create any bad outcome. Um, so I think it's funny when people are like, I don't believe in manifestation. It's like, well, do you believe in like growing yourself and and just like going for more and being positive and positive psychology? Because I mean, I think it's kind of it's just a detriment to to you if you're not going to like utilize this process because it can change your entire life and make your life so much better and once you start kind of utilizing it and following the steps and the principles and seeing the changes it's that's why people get obsessed with it and can't stop talking about it like me because it works and I um I hope that I can inspire some of you guys to give it a try, give visualization a try and just start start testing out some of the principles, setting intentions and see what happens for you. But that is the questions that I had for the podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. And thank you so much for the kind comments on my last podcast about my life story. It took me a while to even put that out there because I was like, I don't know if I want to put that out there, but it feels good. And um, also right now, if you are, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm doing a 30 days of alignment challenge just with myself and I'm documenting it every day on IGTV and just really focusing on being in alignment, focusing on alignment over action, feeling happy over everything else, listening to the nudges, taking note of the nudges, and really tracking it for 30 days as an experiment. So it's pretty fun. I've already noticed some cool things. It's only day two, and I'm excited to see where it takes me. So if you want more info on that, just follow me on Instagram, and you can check out my daily videos. And um, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.